for the first time ever. A Phantom Rant limited series. Coming exclusively to Phantom Rant Radio. Covering the Snyder Cut. A six-part limited series covering the journey to the Snyder Cut. Featuring six chapters. Chapter 1, The Vision. Chapter 2, The Downfall. Chapter 3, The Movement Part 1, Rebirth. Chapter 4, The Movement Part 2, The Happening. Chapter 5, A New Movement. And finally, Chapter 6, The Announcement. Release The Snyder Cut. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Chapter 5 of Release the Snyder Cut. Journey oh, to the yes. Snyder Cut. Journey to the Hashtag Snyder Cut. Journey to the Snyder Cut. I'm Steven, back here with both Peter and Ryan. Boys, say what's up. What's up, boys? I'm excited for this episode. Bro, why did you <laughs> always have <laughs> the best three episodes? He's done something really weird. He's like singing like, hello. Or he's just saying, hello, my little friends, or something whack. But anyways, we are not here to talk Fine. about Peter's weird little... Hello, everyone. Okay. We are I here don't to know talk why, about... but that feels more uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about the Snyder Cut, and this episode is probably one of our biggest episodes, I'd say, because we've been mentioning this in all of our past chapters. In this episode, what are we covering, Steven? We're going to be talking about... The Snyder Cut movie itself. Everything new and different than what you saw in Justice League, the theatrical cut. And that is why this chapter is called A New Movie. A.K.A. A New Hope. A.K.A. I actually got nothing. (laughs) So, as we go through this episode, we will probably say spoiler warning before we hop into something that contains spoilers, like, you know, character deaths. Yeah, we'll have, like, the... Spoilers like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll pop little, up before yeah, we get into what, what I think that we, what I think we'll probably most likely do is we'll go through um, how the Snyder Cut is kind of different and how they change stuff, and mm-hmm. um, with regards to the theatrical cut and comparing that to um, the Snyder Cut, and then we'll go through a bunch of non-spoilery things, and then we will go like and how the Snyder Cut will be different, but then we'll go into the nitty-gritty details, and I feel like that is kind of when we will say mm-hmm. spoilers just going forward throughout the entire episode. Yeah. So. Just a forewarning, for those of you, um, some of you might be really excited for the Snyder Cut, you know that it's really different, some of you might be on the fence about how different it is, you're not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. We will be going into how this is a completely, truly different movie, yep. and uh, if you guys are curious about that, definitely, and you don't really care about the spoilers, because there's even though we go through a lot of stuff, there's still so much that we don't know about. Oh yeah. Like there will be a section towards the end of the episode or towards the middle where we're going to go through basically um, a chronological order events that we know uh, that happened in the Snyder Cut based off deleted scene footage, um, basically stuff we know that we never got in the theatrical. So we'll go through that. Um, Obviously that doesn't include every scene in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, for sure. There's still a lot that no one except, you know, people in the movie. So we'll be mentioning at least 20 plus scenes that we know about. Are you boys ready to kind of hop into just kind of an overview of everything that's different? Yeah, let's get to it. Let's hit it. So I guess I'll just start this off. Um, A lot of people obviously do think like, oh, how is the Snyder Cut and theatrical cut going to be so different? The Snyder or what we got in theaters, it literally said directed by Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reason why it says that is because... uh, Zack Snyder completed 100% of principal photography. Uh, and the Directors Guild Association says that if a director finishes at least 90% of principal photography, they get credited as the director, regardless of reshoots. Mm. So Snyder finishes to everything, therefore he gets credit as the director and not Joss Whedon. Yeah. Even though almost the entire theatrical cut was yeah. Joss Whedon. So Joss Whedon came in and he added 80 new different script pages. And the general rule of thumb in Hollywood is... That one page is worth one minute of film. So that's 80 minutes of Joss Whedon stuff. Over that, an hour and a half. Yeah. Or and well, the movie, almost an hour and a half. Yeah. And the movie was only... It was two hours with the credits. With the credits. So, so like... <laughs> and we've said, we'll say it again here, but it is confirmed that only 10% of the Snyder Cut made it into... 
Yeah, so Justice League. Ryan has mentioned this uh, in previous chapters, but Fabian Wagner, the cinematographer before the reshoots, he did not return for reshoots because of Game of Thrones. Uh, he was working on season eight. Uh, but he. Oof. <laughs> hey, the disrespect. Uh, no, but he. I think I mentioned this how he cried when he watched the theatrical cut of Justice League. And he said that he estimated that they only used about 10% of the footage that he and Zack shot. So Snyder has said that the assembly cut of J- Justice League was five hours long, which is pretty, that's crazy. Long. He filmed a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and 10% of five hours is 30 minutes. And so, like we mentioned, the theatrical cut of Justice League, including the credits, is two hours long, which means that like an hour and a half of the theatrical cut of Justice League um, was reshoots. And then, uh, obviously, we mentioned... I believe it was chapter four. It was in a previous chapter. Yeah. If you haven't listened to any of the other chapters, go ahead and listen to them. <laughs> yeah, go back and listen. What are you doing on on episode five, <laughs> chapter five? Yeah, no, Man. but uh, I, I did mention that 214 became the sacred number of the Snyder Cut movement because Zack Snyder said his cut of Justice League was 214 minutes, which is three hours and 34 minutes. And he re- he confirmed that that three, ou- uh, that three hours and 34 minutes is without the credits. So that's just plain old yeah. movie so mm-hmm. with the credits it's going to be like three hours and 40 some minutes most likely mm-hmm. um so this means that there's literally over three hours of unseen footage in Zack snyder's justice league you know this isn't a director's cut like with bvs where oh they just cut stuff down and they're adding stuff right and that's something important to mention yeah it's literally a completely different movie um obviously now i know the hollywood reporter article talked about it, and we'll get more into this in chapter six but the hollywood reporter article talked about how um, the Zack Snyder's Justice League might end up getting split into six chapters with you know a total of four hours, and mm-hmm. so we'll kind of delve into that in the next chapter. Yes, but, sir. You know, he reportedly might be adding different stuff, you know, from his assembly cut or doing additional photography, and mm-hmm. we will get all into that in the next chapter. So, um, obviously, you know, there are quite a few characters in the, the theatrical cut of Justice League. Even mm-hmm. you know, a lot of characters just didn't get a lot of screen time because of how chopped up the movie was and how reshot it was. So let's just go through and list all these characters who weren't cut from Justice League. So these are all the characters that made it into theatrical. Yes. All right. So obviously, you guys got your Justice League with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and the Flash and his awkward running. Um, <laughs> But then there was also who made it into the film, Loba Slain, Martha Kent, Martha, Alfred, uh, Silas Stone, Commissioner Gordon, Mara, Steppenwolf, Lex Luthor, Deathstroke, Henry Allen, Queen Hippolyta, the King of Atlantis in that flashback scene, Zeus, Ares, Artemis, and Christmas Allen, who, fun little Easter egg in there, is the Spectre. Yeah, this would be before he becomes a Spectre, yeah. but he's with Commissioner Gordon in uh, GCPD. So mm-hmm. it's a cool little tidbit. Yeah. But after that, there are a lot of characters cut from this that are either supposed to be in the movie or are rumored to appear. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, talk about how the uh, the characters rumored to be cut in the spoiler section. But the characters yes. that are all confirmed to be cut include Darkseid or Uxus or Uxas. We don't exactly know. We, we don't know how to pronounce <laughs> yeah. it. We don't know. We'll wait. His but... name before he comes becomes Darkseid. Yeah. Yep. So once again, Darkseid, the big bad of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Voiced by uh, Ray Porter. Yes. Uh, and then Martian Manhunter or uh, General Swanwick, uh, who's pa- played by Harry Lennox. The Atom, uh, who's Ryan Choi, not Ray Palmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is in Star Labs with uh, Silas Stone. And so this is, I'd assume, before he becomes the Atom. And if you guys don't know, Silas Stone is Cyborg's dad. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Volko is in this movie. Obviously, he made an appearance in Aquaman. Just a small little appearance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, he's in this movie. Uh, Zack Snyder was the one who cast him. Although, and then a fun little tidbit. You want to tell them about who was almost, but who we believe was almost cast as uh, Volko, Steven? Donnie and the Goat. I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. No, yeah, he, that would have been interesting. No, yeah, he uh, Donnie Yen. Not to get too sidetracked here, but he actually revealed in an interview that he that Zack Snyder got in contact with him to play a character. Uh, he said in Aquaman, which probably means a character related to Aquaman in Justice League, mm-hmm. which means that the only character that we can think of is Volko. Volko. So, yeah. 
you know, we obviously love the William Defoe casting, but that would have been interesting. Willem, CGI Willem, Willem Defoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, con- on uh, continuing. You know, continuing, uh, we cut from the theatrical cut, uh, and who will be in the Snyder cut is Desaad, played by Peter Guinness. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Desaad is, he's kind of like Darkseid's chief torturer. I think that's kind of all that needs he's to be creepy. said. He's creepy. Yeah, he's creepy. Uh, and then obviously we had uh, Iris West, who's played by Kirstie Clemens. Uh, she was cut from the movie. Uh, Carrie Ferris, I believe, was in the movie as well. She was in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Uh, how do you say her name again? Antiope? Antiope? I'm pretty sure. Antiope? You know, she's a... Um, Michael Giacchino. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Antiope. Yeah, so Antiope is, uh, she was in Wonder Woman. She's one of the people who trained. Uh, She's Diana's aunt, basically. Yeah. Uh, who trains her. And spoiler alert for Wonder Woman, she dies. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so she uh, was in the Snyder Cut as well. And then Eleanor Stone, who was Cyborg's mom, she, she was played by Karen Bryson, and she was cut from the movie as well. Mm-hmm. And those are all the non-spoiler cases that are pretty much confirmed of characters that were cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we later we will get into characters that were cut that are possibly rumors, possibly true, but very spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's get into this uh, section. So we're just going to do, just talk about right here before we get into the spoiler section. So just general uh, overall statements and uh, things in the uh, Snyder cut that are very different from the theatrical cut. Right. Uh, things that obviously make the movie so much better. Uh, so, I mean, oh, no. I guess we'll just start with this. So, uh, Henry Cavill does not have a CGI face, CGI <laughs> mouth, none of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, I think we mentioned this, how there was an article going around, or like multiple articles that were published about how Zack Snyder's trying to like refilm just Henry Cavill's face behind a green screen because he needs to, he needs to put like his face on top of Whedon footage. That's uh. not happening. <laughs> if anything, it'd be additional extra footage to Zack Snyder's story, not just Whedon's. Yeah, remember, the, the reason why he has the mustache and they have to remove it with CGI is because of the fact that Henry Cavill was doing Mission Impossible Fallout, which mm-hmm. great movie, by the way, uh, and he had a mustache in that movie and they could not remove it when he was called back for reshoots because Paramount didn't let uh, let. Them. He had signed so, a contract saying yeah. he couldn't remove it, and Paramount was like, ha, sucks <laughs> to suck. Another big difference between the theatrical and the Snyder Cut is no fat flick. Yeah. <laughs> in the reshoots, Ben Affleck definitely gained some weight. You can see it in his face. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not as quippy as, you know, Justice League has. Him Doesn't be. really have that chiseled chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have a very different... Uh, version of Ben Affleck as Batman, kind of more in line with what he was in BVS, a redeemed version of his character. But beyond his looks, the Batman in Snyder Cut will not be making jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll make stuff like you know, I'm real, I'm real, when it's useful and things like that. But yeah, like, but not. Uh, I didn't. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't not like you. Like you. But, but, <laughs> something. Something. Something's definitely bleeding. Uh, uh, yeah, we, yeah. Okay. No. Anyway, uh, Wonder Woman will not be uh, sexualized in this movie. She will definitely be treated like a warrior, like she was. Don't like worry, Zack guys. We'll still get the cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, we were so close to having Ryan respect <laughs> women for an episode. <laughs> oh come on! But we, there won't be any flash falling on Wonder Woman. You know that was all Joss oh, Whedon. Goodness. Uh, but yeah, we'll have a way. Speaking of the Flash, though, we'll have a way less jokey Flash. Ezra Miller is not going to be all just. I just kind of push people away. I don't do battle. Yeah, no, that's that was all Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, regardless of how people, you know, well, Zack Snyder has overall nailed casting. Yeah. Uh, for his DCEU, and that the Ezra Miller casting is one that Stephen and I really aren't sure about yet. We don't really like, you know, so just so far purely by the casting. Mm-hmm. But we're like, okay, Zack Snyder had to have cast him for a reason, mm-hmm. and so. We're going to see it, I believe, in the Snyder Cut, why exactly he cast him. I'd like to see that. Yeah, like that scene with uh, him and his dad when he's in prison. That's like a good look into what he could be. Very true. Versus him whatever speaking whatever language, rush into those, that family. <laughs> Dostoevsky. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, Steppenwolf. Yeah, speaking of the Russian family, 
That was all Joss Whedon. There is no Russian family oh, in this match. He's going on. He's just going <laughs> He's, he's going off a tangent. <laughs> he should unplug his mic. But anyways, mute him. Steppenwolf will also be very, very different. We've already talked about how they're redesigning him, uh, bringing him back to the OG Steppenwolf design from BBS. But also, his motivations will be very different. Yeah. So uh, this isn't officially confirmed, but we believe that part of Steppenwolf's motivations, instead of just being like, a, oh, take over the world type, you know, guy mm-hmm. who that he was in the theatrical cut, that he's going to uh, have a motivation to kind of overthrow Darkseid. Mm. And that's part of the reason why he is uh, does is doing what he's doing. Sees Earth as an asset for that. Mm-hmm. And he's going and he's going there like to, as a conquest for Darkseid, but he's planning on double crossing him, yeah. essentially because he believes through the power of the mother box and all that stuff that he would be able to you know have enough power to try mm. to beat dark side and confirmed in this movie he will steppenwolf will be the brother of dark side uh yeah or do we really not know we're not we're, exactly that's sure a very common rumor that's been pushed around and it could be brother that brotherly uncle. rival because mm-hmm. i don't think he's gonna be the uncle yeah but in the comics, he is Darkseid's uncle, but he might be his brother, and that's that rivalry to kind of be ruler of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But then, next thing that's going to be different is we're going to get Black Suit Superman. Yes. You know, Superman. God. And we even, we, okay, this is off topic, but we had a debate earlier, which is cooler, Black Suit Superman or Black Suit Spider-Man? What do you guys think? Let us know down <laughs> in the comments. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I wish there could be a comment section in uh, Apple Podcasts or... We should, yeah. we should invent that. <laughs> Screw this. Anyways, Or boys. you can you can put out a poll later. That's true. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, all right. Continuing, though, but yes, we'll have Black Suit Superman continuing off, you know, that resurrection from, like, the comics when Superman comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, obviously, we mentioned OG Steppenwolf. We are supposedly getting back the OG design for the Parademons as well, uh, mm-hmm. the, the much scarier design. Mm-hmm. We believe that we will have more nightmare scenes. And the nightmare sequence, guys, which we will talk about how that relates to like Justice League 2 and Justice League 3 at the end of this episode. But the nightmare sequence, if you guys really kind of understood what that was in BVS, that is such a cool concept. <laughs> a little spoiler. That's such a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. The nightmare sequence is very cool. And it's we're supposed to get more footage yeah. of that. Well, we're going to get more nightmare scenes. But then obviously continuing to the technical aspects of the film, we are going to get Junkie XL score who worked on Man of Steel and Batman v Superman oh, with Hans Zimmer. Yes. Not the Danny Elfman score that we ended up getting with mm-hmm. Justice League. Do you mm-hmm. think in this score he stuck with Batman's theme in BVS? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I, because I would... like I don't know, oftentimes in movies they kind of cre- either create new scores or I mean basing this off the mcu i mean there, there really is no comparison because yeah they every movie is a new score a new theme um but do you think he would stick with obviously I, same man of steel theme i mean that's that will be obvious same yeah. for wonder woman's theme but i think that he will stick with batman's theme just mm-hmm. because he's the one who made that theme that is true hans zimmer didn't make batman's theme in bvs it was junkies theme and i think well they they did work on it together um, but yeah, I do think that he would stick with Batman's theme. Yeah. That is something that, you know, obviously he's been there. It's not just, just some new guy coming in. Mm-hmm. Or he might get some like variation with like a more like lighter. Because ba- this is a Batman who yeah. isn't as full of rage yeah. and anger as he mm-hmm. was before, like he was in BVS. Yeah. Um, but then continuing on, uh, we're going to have Fabian Wagner's cinematography. Yeah. Great, yes, cinematog- great cinematographer. And we've t- talked about how his scenes were cut, but... If you guys have ever seen Game of Thrones, <laughs> I will mention this. He's one of the cinematographers for that show. Did Battle of the Bastards. Um, and he's just, he's he's skilled, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have uh, those classic Zack Snyder visuals and his, you know, great action sequences that he always has in all his movies. <clears throat> Warehouse scene. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest Batman action scene. Yeah, so no, we're going to see some crazy no action. Did I use it right, guys? No cap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we recently taught Ryan the difference between <laughs> capping and saying something with no cap. So. so this is, correct me if this is wrong. Batman warehouse scene is the greatest Batman fight scene. No cap. Yeah, but you're like. Live action. You just got to say it like no cap. Like not no cap. <laughs> no, no cap. Yeah. All so, right. Continuing. And by cap, we mean Captain Marvel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. We are going to get the original. Continuing on, we're going to get the original color grading that Zack Snyder had planned for this movie. Yeah. So it's Thank not going to look goodness. orange everywhere you look. 
we're gonna have a ton of new characters like as an yeah. a lot yeah, we'll of we'll get new to that in just a few minutes oh we're, yes we'll, sir we'll get to that um so we're gonna have no just dumb jokes you know, like we, this is, we'll have more humor than, you know, Man of Steel. We Kansas. won't have Martha telling Lois, you're the thirstiest reporter <laughs> I've met. I mean, hungriest. Oh. To say the least, this will not be your typical MCU movie. This Oof. will be, and, and that's not bad, but like, this is going to be so much more serious, an intellectual like, film, kind of like BBS. Uh, um, so we're going to have completely new scenes, tons, like we mentioned, like three hours of com- like, Completely unseen footage. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a lot of the scenes that we saw in the theatrical cut that were Snyder's. Um, they're gonna be like even longer. Um, because of this, because of the longer runtime, obviously, mm-hmm. we're gonna have way more screen time for all characters, way more character development. Um, Especially for Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder said that he's the heart of this film, and his entire backstory got like cut out from Justice League. I'll all these characters <laughs> are are really going to be fleshed out, uh, and. Uh, also, honestly, I know Ryan mentioned this. I believe it. He, I think he mentioned this in the first chapter. But you know, we're because of uh, the, the Snyder Cut and everything that's happened behind the scenes. Honestly, with Zack Snyder's Justice League coming in 2021, we're gonna have a better movie than the Snyder Cut, Snyder's original. You know what the movie that would have been that uh, it would have come out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we're getting you know as much as his OG Justice League and uh, as possible and could potentially get the full arc. You know that it's possible that that wouldn't have happened had he not ended up stepping down from Justice League and all this drama That's had true. happened and AT and T hadn't come in and we'll mm-hmm. get into all that. But you know, OG Steppenwolf, Black Suit Superman, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're honestly this works out better for the quality of the film because Warner Bros. really sees the value of Snyder and his fandom more so AT and T now. I guess yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, AT and T decided <laughs> Warner Bros. You've done enough, <laughs> and so obviously we we'll talk about this in the next uh, chapter uh so tune into that on friday obviously oh, yes but, oh yeah uh they uh but they did create a separate kind of entity from warner bros called warner media that's in charge of hbo max so mm-hmm. we'll just a little spoilers uh for chapter six but speaking of spoilers we are now getting into the spoiler section mm. of this chapter spoiler so if you guys are really back out now if you don't want to know about the snyder cut yeah, so. yeah, if you don't want to know about stuff that hasn't been explicitly confirmed by Zack Snyder, stuff that hasn't been released in behind the scenes, now's your time. Yeah. Back out. So go out now. Uh, obviously, if you're still curious, you still want you still want to see, oh, how truly different is this? And, you know, the kind of more so along the specifics, as mm-hmm. well as like right now, what we're immediately going to get into is even more characters who are rumored to be cut from the league, uh, mm-hmm. from Justice League, not s- explicitly confirmed, but rumored to be cut. Uh, you know, you could at least maybe stay for this, and then, uh, yeah. if you want to, and then, uh, get out of here when you uh, when we delve into the plot. Yeah. Ooh, yes. But I mean, like, um, even for us, this really doesn't contain massive spoilers because we haven't seen the movie. Yeah. So like, these are all just like little snippets from the film we know. And it's, I mean, like, if you guys are interested in learning more, stay tuned. Like, yeah. This is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna dive right into it with first spoiler of a character being there. Green Lantern. Uh oh. And not just one Green Lantern, but multiple Green Lanterns are rumored to be in this Ooh. film. So we might be getting, you know, Kilowog and Tom Array, but we might be getting a human Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Yeah, so the actor who was rumored to play him. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, this is not explicitly Ryan confirmed. Reynolds. No one's confirmed. <laughs> oh, gosh. No one's confirmed this, but the actor who's rumored to play him is Sam Benjamin. He's mentioned how he play uh, he filmed at least like what 20 minutes he has like a worth. 20 to 30 minute character arc yeah essentially it's cool and he's been liking posts and and stuff. posting stuff in his story about him like as green lantern yeah as well as like liking comments on people leaving on his instagram posts like oh you're like r hal jordan or green lantern so you know it's not like explicitly confirmed by anyone no one has come out and said anything but this guy like, might just be tooting his own horn saying like yeah i'm totally green lantern we have no idea <laughs> but yeah we don't we that's don't why know. this is the rumor section um yes. more characters who are, are rumored to be cut is uh grail who for those of you who don't know is dark side's daughter now uh she is rumored to be played by uh, Sophia Butella. I think that's how you say her name. She was in the the Mummy. She was the Mummy in the Mummy, mm-hmm. uh, in the reboot with uh, Tom Cruise. 
Uh, but she no, this is like great casting for. Uh, uh, she's great with action scenes. So Grail is is the daughter of Darkseid and an Amazon. So she's like bred to be a warrior, bred to kill, and uh, something else about Sophie. Sophie B. Uh, <laughs> she also played Samuel L. Jackson's uh, right hand man Bo- bodyguard bodyguard kind of? type person in the Kingsman's bodyguard. Mm. The Kings. Wait. I just confused the Hitman's bodyguard <laughs> with the Kingsman's Secret <laughs> Service. Uh-oh. Yo, I need... This man needs help. I need help. But anyways, the reason we think she's rumored for this is because... Uh, so, she was in a London where they filmed Justice League at the time right. that they were, you know, obviously filming. And there was a uh, picture that... I forget who posted it exactly. But where she was hanging out with the cast of Justice League, with like mm-hmm. Jason Momoa. And she is friends with Jason Momoa, so that could have just been it. But Zack Snyder also did like a post of someone asking him, uh, he uh, liked a post on Vero, uh, mm-hmm. of someone asking him if she was in the Snyder, if she's Grail in the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Uh, so he usually will do that a lot of times uh, to like things to confirm it. Uh, yeah, he liked uh, Ray Porter being cast as Darkseid before back, yeah. it was officially confirmed. and yeah. Other stuff like that. Yeah, so next person, uh, speaking of someone who's in London during the time of Justice League filming, was Jared Leto. Ooh. So we oh think that um, Jared Leto might actually be in the Snyder Cut as the Joker. Um, Zack Snyder actually did, obviously, he did like a post of someone asking if uh, the Joker is in the Snyder Cut. So, you know, obviously it's not confirmed, but, you know, we, it's very possible we see uh, Jared Leto's Joker in the Snyder Cut. That could be kind of dope. And I know people obviously aren't high on Leto and, and everything, but I mean, we'll talk about how butchered his performance in Suicide Squad is and stuff. I mean, we'll, I know we'll briefly talk about some things and about mm-hmm. the air cut of Suicide Squad and all that in Chapter 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, obviously you can't have Joker without Harley Quinn. There is a rumor that Harley is in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I'd 100% be down for that. <laughs> because Peter's celebrity crush is Margaret Robbie. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> the, only reason, yeah, the only reason he went to see Birds of Prey. I didn't, go, I didn't go see Birds of Prey, though. Birds of Prey isn't a movie. It's <laughs> okay, a piece okay, of trash. Okay, cinematic okay, okay, garbage. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Anyways, Jor-El. Yeah. Uh, there is a rumor that we'll see or at least hear Jor-El in the movie. Um, there's a room, also a rumor that you know we'll see uh, Superman's other father. Uh, Jonathan Kent is real poppy. Which I feel like if this is in here, it might be kind of similar to BVS when he's on the top of Mount Everest and mm-hmm. then sees yeah. his dad yeah. through a memory. Mm-hmm. Or hallucination. Kind of, like, kind of like Rise of Skywalker when Kylo Ren sees Han Solo. Which makes no sense because Princess Leia actually okay, was but... supposed to be a force ghost trying to bring back Han Solo from the game. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I apologize for that. Ryan, stay on course. Ryan start ranting about movies we don't like. Stay on course. Stay on target. Stay on target. And then another father who's rumored to be in the Snyder Cut, Thomas Wayne. Oh, yes. Negan himself <laughs> from The Walking Dead. Yeah, so we'll see about all those characters. You know, The Snyder Cut is a completely different movie. Um, and then, but lastly, I will talk about how it is. We might end up seeing Doomsday. Mm-hmm. It would most likely either be in a flashback of some sort, or which we will talk to talk about in this next scene. Now, Brick going into. You know, kind of are talking about the chronological order and the plot of the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut. Yeah, so this next section we're about to dive into are pretty much all the scenes and things we know about this film mm-hmm. that will be different from. You yeah, know? and we know this based off of um, piecing things together from deleted scenes or pictures from Zack Snyder or things that he's replied to and said on Vero mm-hmm. or behind the scenes footage yep. and things like that or uh, concept you know, art, concept art, previs, uh, all the stuff. It's us putting stuff together, fans just yeah. putting things together. Um, so, but yeah, speaking of Doomsday, obviously, like we just mentioned, but once again, obviously, if you want to, if you've still checked in and you don't want to delve into the plot, this would be now when you would leave. This is the time to Bye, exit guys. the ship because <laughs> but, we are on the path of no return. Let's get into it, boys. Right. Yes, but this is just a rumor, um, but the that the prologue of the movie, the opening of the movie, begins with lowest per, lowest perspective of the death of Superman. Uh, this is similar to how in uh, Batman v Superman, how kind of the opening af- right after uh, the death of the Waynes, how it shows that the Black Zero event with the Kryptonians and Zod and everyone coming to Earth, how it shows that from Bruce Wayne's perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be kind of like that regarding to Lois. Yeah. 
uh, and showing her uh, perspective of the death of Superman. Yeah. And then I think another scene would be her visiting the um, actual grave and memorial of Superman. Mm-hmm. And then... Whoa, 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 whoa. Before she goes to the memorial, though, she gets coffee from a coffee shop. And in the window of the coffee shop, <laughs> you can see a Zack Snyder cameo. I can't believe Josh Whedon cut that out of the film. I'm so upset. I know. It's like, you Charlie tried to make a completely different work. <laughs> Crazy like that. Yeah. Um. No, but then obviously we have talked about how Martian Manhunter is in the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... We're not exactly sure where this scene place takes place in the movie. We would assume that it happens more so in the beginning, because um, based off the scenes, the, the pictures that Snyder has posted, both Martha and Lois seem to definitely be sad. But he drew the faces with with upside sad. down smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, in this scene where you see Martian Manhunter, it's Lois Lane talking with Martha, and then she closes the door, and then you see Lois turning. Not, not Lois, Martha. Martha. Oh, it's Martha. Yeah. Oh, Martha. I had it wrong. Yeah, Martha turns into Manhunter. Oh, and then the Martha Manhunter. And then, <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> and then from that he turns to General Swinewick. Yes, yes, sir. And that is a scene that Snyder uh, did not get to shoot because of Warner Bros. Because he had to do that. He wanted yeah. to get back in L.A. after they finished filming in London. Uh, but yeah. all I'm saying is we better have the animated series style Martian Manhunter where he's wearing a blue speedo. Oh God! <laughs> I better see that. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh, gosh. Okay, Brian. I'll, I think that's we'll... how he's drawn in the concept art. I'm just saying. Oh gosh! In the storyboard, I'm just saying. Well, Ryan. not with underwear, just with the general design of like true, the head in the cave. His head in the cave. Yeah, well, whatever. But Ryan, I think we'll let you talk about this next point. <sighs> I'm trying to contain all my excitement. Anyways, from that scene, the, the next thing we know is Bruce searching for Aquaman. And this, we get a more fleshed out scene with Batman on a horse. <laughs> a much longer cinematic oh, no. feel to Batman on a horse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so obviously there's so much depth. It's, it's so much longer. With Cinematography regards- is supposed to be beautiful. Uh, yeah, with regards to Bruce just trying to recruit Arker, Arthur, the scene is much longer. Arker. Who? <laughs> Arker. Uh, even uh, the Wonder Woman rescue mm-hmm. is much longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the action is way, way better. Yeah. Uh, and how she's trying to rescue all those civilians. The what? Obviously, we won't get into the, you know, the specific details, but um, we believe that a bomb does go off. I don't. I'm pretty sure she does end up saving people, and like no one dies, mm-hmm. but like she fails to stop a bomb. Like, and you can but see this. But this in, is a Zack Snyder movie. He could kill everybody off, and Wonder Woman could just be in the wreckage. You have no idea. One thing I <laughs> we have no idea. We should consider is will the Snyder Cut be rated R? Because I know the theatr- the um, ultimate edition for BVS is rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Man of Steel, PG thirteen. But what do you guys think? Since Snyder is able to, you know, complete his full vision. With, you know, darker things with parademons, you know, aka aliens. Do you think this would kind of be close to rated R? That's what my guess would be. It would be on the line. I feel like it would be similar to BVS, how it's like a very soft R. Mm -hmm. Like more so for intensity, more so Mm -hmm. for action. Obviously, like... Not a lot of... No cursing. Yeah, but might be some horror aspects and we'll get into that. Yeah, with regards to Steppenwolf, parademons, things like that. Um, So, yeah... uh, when Steppenwolf goes and boom tubes into Themyscira, that uh, whole battle is much longer. Mm-hmm. It goes in for, uh, you know, way more action, way better action. Yeah. Uh, Connie Nelson, who is actually, uh, Zack Snyder was was basically the one, she's plays Hippolyta. And she actually came out and recently said that she had this really cool stunt that she worked hard on that got cut from the film. And so she, that she was like super proud of and she like worked really hard on it. Um and so obviously, she's all aboard the, you know, release of Snyder Cut train. Oh, yeah, sir. Uh, but obviously, that got cut. Uh, so, that whole thing is much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see Diana investigate uh, Darkseid's origin at some ancient temple. We don't which... know where this is, but it could be on Themyscira. Yes, sir. The Amazons di- kind of, like, creating history on the temple walls mm-hmm. of the attack that Darkseid played the onto them. history lesson. Which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, we're going to get way more uh, uh, character development of Barry Allen. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to save and meet Iris West. 
Um, and that's a really cool scene where, you know, I think it's in the trailer mm-hmm. where you see him push through the window glass. Such a cool visual right there. And then there. That, that scene right there is supposed to be him seeing Iris West, you know, crashing and then he saves her. Um, and then another rumored scene is Batman discovering a parademon's nest. And with people kind of being like harvested and turned into parademons. So, obviously, this is a direct reference from, you know, Justice League War, the comic. But also, it's kind of cool because it references Alien or Aliens, if you guys have seen that. That lore where, you know, the aliens harvest humans. Mm-hmm. Um, a really cool concept. Yes. Uh, but so- too scary for the general audience. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cut from everything because it was deemed too scary. So And, you know, Snyder literally came out and said, cut, because it's too scary. Yeah, so we'll see if this actually ends up being in the film. I really hope it it uh and this was this supposed to replace when he tracks down a parademon yes so so that that whole theatrical cut that scene with uh, bruce wayne getting a trying to get a thug uh that's all that's the entire thing is like a joss whedon scene struggling to get a thug (laughs) and where he literally says alfred's name right in front of the thug you know like he literally just calls him alfred when he's standing right there like okay we're not going to get into all just yeah yeah. We, 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 yeah yeah no, this is about the snyder cut <laughs> yeah but yeah that whole scene is a joss reshoot i think this is the scene that is essentially supposed to replace it yeah um so about an hour into the movie like i think it's like an hour and nine minutes hour and ten minutes into the movie mm-hmm. um diana meets with bruce and tells him about dark side so okay this is where the history lesson happens yes. which you know dark side is in it instead of steppenwolf but like it's important to note that in the uh, the picture taken where, you know, uh, Gal Gadot is recording her lines for this scene, you can see on the top is like an hour and three mark or something. Nine. So, or hour and nine. Yeah. So this takes place an hour into the movie. And that is like very beginning into the story, which what we know. Mm-hmm. So like, there's so much to this that we just don't know. Yeah, we're going to see so much more character development for every single one of these characters. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. But just a little least. more on th- the history lesson mm. is we're going to get a massive Ares versus Darkseid fight. <sighs> it's going to be wild, cuh. And this will be Darkseid before the Omega Beams, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. When he's Uxus or Uxus yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So before yeah. he gets the power of the gods. Yeah, so uh, obviously it's Darkseid versus... Steppenwolf was you know replaced onto Darkseid in the theatrical cut. Um, and this is going to be kind of a Lord of the Rings-esque fight. I, in a yeah. way, I really think the history lesson is going to blow a lot of people away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're... Because it's, it's very similar to, you know, the opening to Lord of the Rings where they're talking about the Battle of Sauron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see a lot of cool stuff. Dope, dope ass scene. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but getting on to Cyborg, we obviously have talked about Hill. He was the heart of the scene, how so many of his scenes got cut. Um, but we're going to see, you know, so much character development from him and Ray Fisher, uh, as Cyborg. He's going to have his own first flight scene. With the theme, Flight, from Man of Steel. (laughs) (laughs) Or they might use Iron Man's theme from Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we're going to have a lot of uh, Cyborg (laughs) flashbacks to his past. We're going to see him playing football because he was uh, a quarterback at Gotham City University. Yes, he was a quarterback. (laughs) We have investigated the He'd be slinging that rock down the field. Because I was dissecting, we were watching this video about everything in the Snyder Cut, and I was like, why is Cyborg so small? I feel like he should be bigger, you know, New 52. And we were investigating, well, well, he's a quarterback. So, I mean, Vic isn't going to be that big. He's not a wide receiver. He's not a linebacker. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's why Cyborg's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we're really going to get, like, an in-depth look at uh, Cyborg's life, at Victor's life. You know, we're going to see, and this is obviously, we're in the spoiler section, but we're going to see his a- accident with his mother and how she was killed in a car crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, you know, Cyborg ultimately does have a tragic backstory. And I believe that this is going to be how, because of this car crash, is how he gets his injuries and how he ends up turning into Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to get a pretty dope scene, by the way, of uh, Cyborg controlling like all these like nuclear bombs and all like the missiles in the United States. I don't know if that's like a dream sequence or it what it is. It could be the world. You don't know. Yeah. You know, mm. The world, the U.S. But it's a lot of nukes. Yeah. It's a whole <laughs> lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, we're going to see a, a way cooler and longer Mara versus Steppenwolf scene. Where she 
blood bends. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm an avatar high. <laughs> yeah, he's just been watching for the first time ever. <laughs> okay, don't judge me. I am a bandwagon because now it's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, but no, at but, least I'm watching it. But she's got the super dope move in this fight where she, based off the previs for what we can see, uh, she basically sucks the water out of Steppenwolf. Uh, which is which is pretty cool. We're gonna see uh, you know a lot more action. It's gonna be a lot longer. Uh, we're gonna see obviously when Aquaman goes kind of to the because it's supposed to be on the outskirts of Atlantis where they're holding the mother box, uh, and so we're gonna have see Aquaman take on some parademons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Arthur talks, you know how he talks with Mara in the theatrical cut, he's actually supposed to be talking to Volko. Interesting. So obviously Willem Dafoe is gonna be there, and that's where he uh, he gets his armor and his trident because he didn't have it at this point in the movie also a little fun bit volko has long luscious hair (laughs) instead of it being tied up as you see in aquaman he's just going to let that thing hand loose yes Uh, you know that a dope batman shot for all of you listening with that was shown in the trailers uh, with him standing on the gargoyle and like the lightning strikes in the back oh yeah that scene was cut in the theatrical cut, obviously, you know, but we're going to see that. that I think, believe Fabian Wagner said that was his favorite shot of the movie. Uh, so Right, yeah, because it's the coolest shot of Batman. <laughs> so we're going to see that, you know, what's more iconic than Batman standing on a gargoyle, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, we are going to see a much longer uh, tunnel fight with the uh, League versus Steppenwolf. The first fight. Mm-hmm. The first time they go up against him. The mini boss fight. Um, and here's a rumor. Uh, we, we obviously this isn't confirmed, but there's a rumor that Deathstroke breaks Lex out of prison, and then another rumor that Batman actually goes and and interrogates Lex in prison about what he meant by what he said at the end of BVS. You know what he says? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he's found us and he's coming. The bells have been rung. Mm-hmm. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, so we might be seeing you know some awesome Deathstroke action. We'll ding ding ding. We'll just have to wait and see on that. Um. We're going to definitely have more of a conversation and dynamic between uh, Cyborg and Flash in this movie. Mm-hmm. That y'all, was y'all, y'all were in sync, sync right there. Uh, mm-hmm. no, but, but we got hints of it in the theatrical cut. But we obviously it wasn't really a Flash Town. I think we're going to get a lot more of their dynamic and uh, conversation between those two in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get a scene with just the Justice League meeting and talking about the mother boxes. And Cyborg is going to use his you know, his connection to the mother boxes to explain that the Nazis had a mother box during World War II. This is such a cool... I, I mean, I like that. Why would you cut that from the movie? I don't know. But like... It's why kinda, did they, it's why do they do anything regarding Justice League? True. I don't even know. <laughs> but like, it's kind of similar to, I mean, Captain America First Avenger, how the Nazis use um, the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. But like, that's just kind of the thing with the Nazis. They always look for a bigger power, like in Indiana Jones. They're trying to use the... Yeah. L- the the Ark, of the, Ark of the Covenant as a superpower. So, I mean, it's nothing new. Yeah, let's just use a mother box to wipe out the Americans. And then we're also going to get more backstory and rumored to be the backstory of how he became Cyborg and how, mm. you know, his dad kind of just used the mother box to make him Cyborg. It's going to be extended from what we see in BVS with mm-hmm. that. And then from there, the squad will see a scene where they're digging up Superman's corpse to revive him. Um, and then they get access to the ship through, you know, yeah. Silas Stone. The scout ship yeah, that's where in Metropolis. You, you know, to resurrect. Uh, yeah, so... And if I'm not mistaken, this will be... a The reason they resurrect him will be a different reason from the film, yeah. from the theatrical. Yeah, we believe so. Um, that So the, the whole way that they uh, resurrect him... And why they resurrect him, we believe, are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't get into that right now because we don't exactly have all the confirmed details or anything. Right. Um, plus, you know, we'll just wait for this movie, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but that's a, in a completely different way. Um, and, you know, how we obviously see, uh, you know, Lois show up to the final battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lois is not, you know. Not the po- final battle when the um, Justice League yeah. fights Superman. Yeah, that yeah. whole scene. Yeah, so how she shows up. Uh, and how obviously she's referred to in the theatrical cut as uh, the big gun. Well, she's in the Snyder cut, she isn't. Uh, and we believe that she sees Superman get resurrected and run to, and she runs to Heroes Park mm-hmm. after she sees him. This right. whole scene is supposed to take place during the night instead of broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regarding the whole Superman versus Justice League fight, it's supposed to be a lot longer. 
a lot uh a lot more action the military shows up batman's not supposed to be there apparently yeah Bat- batman's uh we believe that um all the batman scenes of the superman like uh you know when superman's like uh tell me do you bleed and everything uh, like something's definitely all- bleeding ba- uh, like, uh. I, I don't think batman is in the uh, superman versus just sleep fight and then Steppenwolf fights the League after this to get the Mother Box. It's not left on the top of a car <laughs> where anyone can come and pick it up and carry it off. Which is what happens at the theatrical. Yeah, no, it's still in Star Labs. Uh, and the League actually battles him to go get it. And mm-hmm. um, Silas Stone sacrifices himself. Um, Heavy spoiler. And he ends up dying. Uh, and but and you cyborg know, cyborg's dad yeah and uh steppenwolf does end up getting the mother box but victor stone dies here uh during this scene no uh silas stone. silas stone did i say victor yeah you said victor. <laughs> it's okay yeah stupid yeah no but hey you're stupid silas dies and then obviously clark and lois go off after the whole justice league versus superman fight and finally um, have their honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> um no but uh that whole like clark and lois scene on when they're back on the farm that's like almost completely reshot. You can obviously tell because of Henry Cavill's face. Oh, so like, creepy. Like when he smile for me. Like when he smiles and goes, "Yes, ma'am." I'm just like, oh, that's the stuff nightmares are made of, right? There. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's like it's like Superman from Endgame, Steve. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, it's that's like, a comic. It's the Batman comic where Superman gets Jokerized and yeah, he's got a smile. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's much longer, uh, and then. Uh, Martha does end up coming at the end. That that one section where Superman is with Martha in the theatrical cut, that is a Snyder shot. Um, Bruce and Diana do have a conversation. You remember in the if you guys remember in the trailers how uh, Diana and and Bruce are, Bruce I believe it was Bruce who says uh, you know something darker uh, and he's like something more something darker. Uh, there we think that that there possibly might kind of be a nightmare scene here, uh, but we're not sure. Mm-hmm. But basically telling him about how, uh, you know, Darkseid, how he believes Darkseid is coming. And obviously Diana hinted at him uh, before, but they might be talking about, like, with regards to Superman and Darkseid and all this, all that stuff. We don't know the details of the conversation, but before they set off to fight Steppenwolf or while they're doing it, they're, they actually put together an actual plan. You know, they, just, they don't just go in there. I believe Cyborg actually shows them uh, weak spots uh, mm-hmm. within... That shield that is like covering where a uh, Steppenwolf is trying to like form the unity with the mother boxes. And I guess Steven should mention this part as well because he got super hyped about this. Bat drones, baby. <laughs> bat drones. Batman's gonna have his own bat drones. It's gonna be hype. Superman essentially has a flight 2.0, like a first right. flight 2.0. Uh, and obviously, you can look at these scenes. I believe you. Um, can look up if you look up i think like the uh the resurrection of superman or something like that or like uh the return of superman on youtube you should be able to find it uh and so he has a first flight we there's a rumor that we hear Jorel's speech from man of steel mm-hmm. as he's about to fly off this is where he will get the black suit obviously if you watch the scene on youtube he has the blue suit but obviously snyder is changing this in post-production for Zack snyder's justice league and then you'll also watch the scene of how he goes to visit Alfred. And obviously people, when the trailer came out, when Alfred's like, let's hope you're not too late, for whatever reason. Everyone some people, knew who he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, some people actually thought, for whatever reason, thought he was talking to Green Lantern. Or like Supergirl or something like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, be whack. <laughs> but we were like, it's kind of obvious. You could even see like part of his, you know, the red of his cape in, at the corner uh, of the screen as well. Yeah. So, But anyways, after that, we get the final boss fight and this was supposed to include so much more than what we got in the theatrical Mm, so much bigger so much longer so much more epic and a completely different twist yeah so uh almost everything in the final fight from what we can tell was like repurposed and reshot Mm -hmm. um batman does does still feel guilt i believe this is part of his character arc in this movie as well is that he kind of does feel guilt over what he did in bvs um, and so he, in a way, he kind of tries to go essentially on a suicide mission, be, just being all like, oh, I'll just try to lure the parademons away. Uh, and, um, but 
Something that is dope, speaking of Batman, though, is that he does mm-hmm. hop on an apocalypse and turn and blast some parody. Seen demons. in, I think, concept art. Yeah, you can see mm-hmm. it in concept art. You can see it in the corner of the, one of the scenes after Batman throws yeah. uh, one of those little exploding bombs onto a parody. You can demon. see the turret in the background. And that's just so typical Batman. Like, he doesn't have a lot of superpowers, or really any at all. He's just <laughs> super smart and can use random things around him. And then Cyborg is, when he connects with the mother box rumored that he's going to get his own nightmare scene similar to how batman had his nightmare scene in uh bvs it's just going to show stuff from i guess cyborg's perspective uh, or it's going to show dark side yeah it'll show dark rumored. side it'll show the uh-huh. kind of i think the hall of justice uh in ruins and i believe is it a nightmare or is it the future Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. yeah but um the, in the final battle actually so the unity it actually explodes yeah this is a what? this is something i did not know about until like a while ago yeah the unity explodes and the entire league is unalived yeah they die <laughs> they all die and barry and that's how the movie ends <laughs> <laughs> the just... end Zack snyder's justice league like, it just ends in black and then it's just Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, but Barry runs away from the explosion because he's faster than the others and he accidentally goes back in time for the first time yeah yeah so i don't remember where we heard this first like where he there is time travel in this movie Zack snyder kind of confirmed it he confirmed Barrow. it mm-hmm. yeah uh but it it blows up it kills the league and Barry goes back in time and he, I mean, and we don't know on what accident, he does, but to essentially, the I, outcome. Zack Snyder has said that Barry runs through the fabric of time. Uh, that would be so cool to see. Be really interesting, is like we see past of his, like his past, like let's say his mother's death, or oh, or we see like the history of Earth, or I don't know. There's so much cool stuff you could do with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he essentially runs back in time, and then but gives the league a second chance. Uh, he. I believe when he goes back in time, he like is able to jolt Cyborg to get into the mother boxes. That's how he disconnects with the Unity. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this is where Steppenwolf tempts him and talks about, oh, my boy, I can make you whole again. Either Steppenwolf or Darkseid. Mm-hmm. I can make you whole again. And how like shows him like visions of like him with his family, with his mom and dad still being alive and everything. And completely human. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Cyborg, obviously. Because that's one of the things he struggles with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just Being a cyborg. he looks like a monster, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I mean, obviously, a lot of people just are used to seeing Teen Titans, Cyborg, just him being all Where happy just, all the time, yeah. like booyah, <laughs> no, pizza time. But tr- Cyborg honestly has a really tragic backstory. He mm-hmm. was a football star who lost everything, and is turned to what he views as a monster. You know, he loses his family. He, uh, you know, feels like okay, what's my purpose in life? Like, what am I gonna do? Like, and. Yeah, like, I mean, I think yeah. we're definitely going to see a lot of that in yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League. A lot, like, these movies by Zack Snyder are a lot deeper meanings. A lot, they make you really ponder big overarching themes. Yeah. Um, and I'm so excited to see more of that. Mm-hmm. But. But in the end, they end up defeating Steppenwolf. And so, uh, how would we like to describe this? <laughs> Zack um, Snyder has essentially confirmed that, yeah. that this, is, this happens, that this is how. Uh, it all goes down. A pretty yeah. dope scene. So there's the team. Uh, they actually use teamwork in this movie. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's not, yeah. You know, Superman just coming in and you know, there's, no, the floor with there's him. no I in team. <laughs> yeah, because obviously a lot of people have a, had a, did have a problem in Joss League about how the league is struggling. And just Superman comes in and just like wrecks Steppenwolf by himself. Yeah, you know. Um, which yes, yeah, Superman is OP, but like just like it's just so like unsatisfying for a Justice League movie to end like that. Um, but basically. Uh, Jason Momoa actually did post a picture of this back in November of 2019 about how Aquaman impales Steppenwolf and then he throws mm-hmm. him to Superman who punches him to Diana. And what does Diana do? She goes for the head. <laughs> you should have gone for the head. Yeah, so Diana... I, I went for the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman, she chops Steppenwolf's head off. Decapitates the man. Yeah. His head rolls through a boom tube. And there, there we see it dark side and this is a dope scene where it's the justice league on one side of the boom tube looking into it on the other side you see dark side looking at them yes dark, dark side. side and the dark side fam we might see people like calabac grail desaad but it's so cool because it's like 
they they see themselves and obviously that's the future threat coming yeah mm-hmm. uh something that and then dark side does crush steppenwolf's head with his foot Failure. So, yeah <laughs> no resurrections this time you know um i'm, I'm not trying to like i i do think thanos infinity war is a great villain but dude if we end up getting this movie and then Justice League two and three I think Zack Snyder is going to make Thanos look kind of puny. Well, yeah, of course. It's (laughs) It's dark dark side. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, near the end of the movie, um, with regards to Aquaman's arc and his story, um, the ending does connect to Aquaman. In Aquaman, we obviously see him go meet with his father, and before that, he has the whole... A.K.A. Fett. (laughs) Yeah. He has the encounter with the submarine... Uh, and fights with uh, Black Manta and his dad. Um, but before that, so here in uh, the Snyder Cut, he talks to Mera and Volko. And they mm-hmm. want him to come back to Atlantis, but he says, no, I got to go visit my pops. Uh, and Jason Momoa has essentially confirmed this and how Aquaman does follow the canon that is set up by the Snyder Cut. And we'll talk about more about canon and all this stuff right. in Chapter 6. Um, but then... You know, finishing this up? We sort of have a, at least hinted at an end credit scene. Baffleck first Deathstroke? Question mark? Question mark. Question mark. Yeah, so Joe Manganiello, he kind of did post uh, about after the Snyder Cut got confirmed about, uh, you know, the original end credit scene. So obviously that whole uh, Lex versus Deathstroke scene, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure. That might be an end credit scene that might be actually in the movie. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but that was that scene was supposed to lead into Ben Affleck's solo movie about how Lex is recruiting him to take, to, take out Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of talk about what Ben Affleck's solo movie would have been and what it could potentially be, who knows, mm-hmm. um, in Chapter 6. So you guys Ooh, are definitely going to want to tune in on stay Friday. Stay tuned. Dude. And obviously, we'll talk about this in our next episode. Stay tuned, Chapter 6. But basically, the Snyder Cut coming back brings so much opportunity to the table. Maybe Snyder finishing his vision with Justice League 2 and 3, which do you guys want to talk about that now or wait till the next episode? I think I think we could talk about that now. All right, we're talking about it now then. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about this real quick, and then we'll finish the episode, and you guys got a few more days until our final chapter. Season finale, season finale, season finale. Series finale, <laughs> baby. Yeah, so Zack Snyder's original plans for Justice League 2 and 3, so obviously this ends, it, and Fabian Wagner himself has said, even when they shot, you know, when they shot Justice League, it was made with Justice League 2 in mind. Mm-hmm. And so what essentially what happens is it's like a f- the fully formed league, they are established, they are together, and they take the fight to Apocalypse. This is Justice League 2. And they lose. Similar to Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, if you've seen it. Yes, and so they lose, um, I, we believe. And then so Darkseid, actually, in the Snyder's original plan, he kills Lois. And that is what causes Superman to kind of like be susceptible to the anti-life equation mm-hmm. you know he killed dark side i believe he kills wonder woman he kills aquaman yeah so wonder woman is defending lois in the bat cave and he boom tubes in there boom tubes in there and kills wonder woman unalives lois unalives aquaman ends up dying yeah um uh and then in justice league 3 it's essentially going to be primarily set in like the nightmare world the mm-hmm. only survivors are left uh, among the league are Batman, Cyborg, half half, half cyborg, cyborg, and the Flash. Two and a half men and coming to theaters. <laughs> and this, <laughs> and this is like if Snyder was able to complete his whole vision, BVS would make so much more sense because you know he's getting visions of the future. Um, but also when Flash comes back in time and warns him about Lois. Mm-hmm. That's the nightmare suit flash, which would we you would see that in Justice League Three. Yep. It would be him really up, crazy. Yeah. Crazy movie. Man, it's such a cool concept. Like we've seen this play out in animated movies, but obviously live action, you can do so much more because you have so much more screen time. Mm-hmm. And the spectacle is just so much greater. So I mean, it'd be so dope to see this actually happen. Yeah, and obviously they would end up defeating Darkseid and, you know, reverting Flash would use time travel. Bruce, the way that Snyder was kind of setting up the time travel aspect is you could only go through, go back in time um, through, like, go that far back if you, like, at a certain points in time because you want, because the Earth had to be in, like, the same place. Mm-hmm. And so I believe the way Snyder described it was there were two options for him to send, uh, for Cyborg to send Barry through. 
And he says, okay, which one are you going to send uh, Barry to? And then Cyborg said, this one. And then Bruce said, Bruce tells him, send him to the other one because he gets to me too early uh, if in, oh, if you send him through yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So Referring it was going to be super, BBS. yeah, it was, it was going to be like all, everything was going to tie together. Batfleck, he was actually going to sacrifice himself. He was going to kill Darkseid. <laughs> he was going He's to pew pew him with a gun. How does that make you guys feel? <laughs> Guns, Batman, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bruce was going to sacrifice himself uh, for, uh, to, de- to defeat Darkseid. And then uh, Clark and Lois would end up having a baby and they would name him Damian Wayne. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, They would name him Bruce. Yeah. And when they go back in time, that would have brought it back to the events of Justice League 2-ish. Kind of like the events of Justice League 2 And that's part of the reason why Ben Affleck signed up, um, even though he was older and everything for snyder's version because he wasn't gonna be batman forever he was gonna have you know bvs the three justice league movies yeah. and his own solo movie and that was it that's why this could have been so cool because it's kind of like a saga where it mm-hmm. has a beginning defining moment with man of steel and an ending with you know justice league three it's yeah, like, like the infinity saga is great what they did in terms of film producing and getting all those movies together and connected it's revolutionary but at the same time it's like they, they when you think about it, how many of those movies in those 22 movies or whatever leading up to Endgame are actually necessary to the overarching story right you know? three of them <laughs> <laughs> no Snyder was taking um just he was telling the necessary stories you know and he was yeah. gonna, and there were going to be other and directors doing great movies mm-hmm. where you can go back and just watch them because they're entertainment but also they relate with this overarching theme i do have a question for you too obviously we've kind of you know brushed over what snyder's original plan was going to be and what we might see if you know in just league two and three and who knows if we might get it which we will talk about in uh the next chapters but what are the b- biggest characters or the things that you guys are looking forward to seeing Ooh. in zach snyder's it's a good way to end the episode yeah two things number one i don't I'm really excited to see how Zack Snyder builds his DC world. You know, this is the movie that's going to just really expand it. Because I was talking to Peter, I was like, oh man, I know it's like Batman v Superman was more centered on Superman and was more of a character-driven story. Like, Batman v Superman was centered on their characters. But I really wish we could have seen like more of Gotham and like the world building with that. So I'm excited to see this because... He's not really going to be building too much world on Earth. He's building it all out through space. Apocalypse. And then number two, hashtag Borg life. I'm super <laughs> excited to see what Ray Fisher brings to the table yeah. for Cyborg. Just the the way you, you, know, you can take his character. Super tragic backstory, as we've already said. And he's got a really, really cool story of how he learns to accept himself. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm really, I'm gonna, I'm really optimistic about him and Ezra Miller's dynamic because they're the two youngsters in the league, and there's a, there's a lot you can do with them. Like you could have them, like just grow a really, really tight bond because neither of them really have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. I mean, we said this multiple times before, but the only thing I'm excited for is really Batman on the horse. <laughs> like, I mean, at the end of the day, this is all really fun stuff, but that's all I care about. <laughs> no. Um. I'm so excited to see Zack Snyder's continued plan for Batman's character arc, um, because I mean, we've we've talked about BBS so much, how we glorify that film, and. Honestly, it is probably one of my favorite arcs to Batman, like even in animated movies. We've said this a million times, go watch Batman Ultimate Edition. It's such (laughs) a good movie. And so I'm so excited to see that sequel to BBS, which is Justice League, um, a redeemed Batman. So it's Mm -hmm. almost like after Return of the Jedi, we see another movie where you see redeemed Vader. (laughs) If he survived. (laughs) If he survived. Um, but it's like, you know, Batman back in, you know, the original Batman we yeah. know and love. Um, but obviously there's so much more, like so much character development. Yeah. Uh, because we've seen stuff like this happen in anime movies, like Justice League War. If you guys have seen that. This will be similar to that. But I mean, that was just an hour and this is supposed to be four hours. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Me, I biggest things that I'd be really hyped for 
Uh, oh man, just seeing Superman complete his arc. I know you're talking about <laughs> Batman complete yeah, his arc. Yeah. Seeing, seeing him in the black suit. That that first flight 2.0 would see, be really hype. Hearing you know Hans Zimmer's Superman theme again, uh, and you know just like seeing the con- like in a way. Obviously, this doesn't conclude Snyder's arc, but in a way, it completes his Superman arc. Mm-hmm. So super super lo- really looking forward to seeing that. Um, and you know I really hope that the uh, the popularity just in general of, of Superman kind of, you know, skyrockets after this movie because I definitely think it could. Even though mm-hmm. Batman is better than Superman. Yes, I do hope that too. By light years. <laughs> it's two to one. Right it's, now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Doomsday Clock says otherwise. <laughs> you want to fight me? Whatever. Anyways, guys, this has been a really fun episode. I uh, hope you stuck with us. It's been long and pretty much everything we mentioned. Um, this isn't scene for scene, the Snyder Cut. It's really just things we know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be so much more to this movie. We're so excited. 2021, please come sooner. <laughs> for real. We need to leave 2020. <laughs> yeah. This is a nightmare. 2020 is the nightmare sequence, if I'm being <laughs> yeah. honest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, guys, this has been so awesome. I'm so excited to be doing this series with Peter and Steven. And stay tuned for our last episode of Series Finale! Journey to the Snyder Cut. Until then, guys, send feedback. Please. Peace out. Hail Snydra.